to another episode of Hyper Heroes here on Hyper Rapid Power. Go! Why were you going grabbing my hand? What was happening there? What was dude, happening Wakanda, there? Wakanda, Wakanda, Wonder Woman. Woman. I've oh, been Wakanda forever. I feel like Wakanda we know is right over left. So Wonder Woman can be left over right and it's okay. Yeah, yeah, and that's... So. <laughs> yeah. And I'm She's just got a neutral. little more of this action going. <laughs> <laughs> a, little, yeah. a little more of that. Yeah, more movement. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite thing was Michael B. Jordan doing uh, the Wakandan salute. Mm. And someone, some interviewer was like, you're doing it the wrong way. He's like, I'm not Wakandan. I'm like, that's oh. Me not fancy. He knows his history. Guy. He read that, that book. That was awesome. Oh. That was awesome. And then he screams, yeah. is this your king? Is this your king? <laughs> I, uh, I've been rewatching a lot of those movies. Mm -hmm. Like even little snippets of them. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Man, it makes me mad and more mad every single time I like watch clips from one of those movies. I'm like, y'all need to put these out in IMAX format on the Blu-rays. Mm -hmm. Damn it. Mm -hmm. And I got Captain America Civil War in 3D. I got on Netflix, or Netflix, on eBay. <laughs> on Netflix? <laughs> only, uh, 15 bucks. Nicely done. Real, real good, I really just good. got my most recent 3D purchase is Incredibles 2. Yeah. And that thing is gorgeous. <laughs> yeah. The yeah. scenes where, I mean, all the 3D across the board is great, but the action, they know what they're doing. Yeah. The scenes where Elastigirl is driving her motorcycle look fucking rad. <laughs> the scene where Dash is going through Void's holes so fast yeah. that yeah. he can see himself yeah. ahead of himself do they really push that depth <laughs> that's it's awesome it's good it's cool. very good well we were that's talking awesome. we were talking about right before we started recording that Aquaman's coming out on Blu-ray. Yeah. They announced it's we're, coming we're out on Blu-ray. Already the derailing month. this into 3D time. That's fine. Yeah. It's fine. I love it. We'll, it's all <laughs> every, good. every week, every Augie's week. like, "You guys, stop." We no, no, I, I don't have a 3D TV, yeah. so I can't watch. 3D I feel like every week we need to throw Come in like over. our 3D hot takes. Come into over this. anytime Dude, you it's want. It's raining. I'm not going outside. I know. Are you kidding me? All right, in the summer, you and Cynthia have to come over all the time. Well, we're trying to do the backyard barbecue that's thing. True. I'm trying mm. to find a 3D projector. Oh yeah, that's right. We talked about this already. That's the plan. Well, either way. Oh, you know. Do you have every DC movie in 3D? I think the only one I don't have in 3D is hmm, Justice League. Oh, but they put that out in 3D. Yeah. You could get that. Yeah. No, yeah, I I have Man of Steel, Wonder Woman, and I'm going to get Aquaman. And none of the earlier ones were in 3D. Mm -hmm. There was a piece of Superman Returns that was in 3D. Yeah, but, but it was like, only uh, it only played at certain theaters yeah. and it was like the IMAX 3D version. And it was in those early years, you know what I just watched in 3D for the first time mm. were the last two Harry Potter movies. Mm -hmm. yeah. Bad, bad yeah. 3D. Yeah. I think, Super shallow. I think I remember when we were Super shallow. actually kind of working Bro, on Legends. converting it, remember? Yeah. Oh, they were I, really I wasn't. I wasn't. Oh, I remember, I remember people working on it, but I didn't yeah. work on it personally. I worked on a it couple shots, and it was super shallow, shallow on purpose because yeah. they yeah. were brushing it out. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. my dream is that, like, and I feel like Warner Brothers would do this because they're trying to milk every dollar out of Harry Potter, <laughs> mm -hmm. yeah. obviously. And, and <laughs> Reboot and, the and, 3D. Fantastic Beasts ain't working so hot. So I'm like, here's what <laughs> you do. Here's what you, yeah, the, the franchise <laughs> is not doing <laughs> what they want. Here's what you do. Like, in, in some 20th, when's the 20th anniversary of 2001? It's going to be 2021, right? Yeah. If they started now, they could put out Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone or the Philosopher's Stone for you UK nerds. They could put out that movie, like, <laughs> in, like, they could say, like, it's remastered. We're putting it back in theaters. Same re the same way they did for Jurassic Park. Remember when yeah. they did that? Except they converted it into 3D. They spend nine months to a year doing it. It looks gorgeous. It's overseen by the right people, like frame by frame. And then the first year you put out Harry Potter year one. Literally that, like a year later, Harry Potter two. Harry, for seven years to just build. I'm not going to lie. I got it a, would be rad. No, I got what? a little <laughs> nauseous. I got a little nauseous when you said, remember for Jurassic Park 20 yeah. years later, they did the yeah. 3D and I went. Oh, yeah. 
That was what? A, that was, was already time. six years ago. Uh, We're about well, to hit. was it was it for an anniversary? I'm just saying yeah. they put it yeah, back it in was. theaters. It was no, I know it was 93 to 2003, 2003, 2013. Is that when they put it back yeah. in theaters yeah. for the That's, 20th anniversary? Because that was right after oh, I got laid off Where's the, the time first going? time. I know, man. That was seven years ago. Yeah, yeah. That was seven years ago. I feel sick. Uh, no, that but was you know who's the only six, person six will, that will volunteer to do that ever? <laughs> or Warner Brothers, if they wanted to put it back in Hector, theaters and make money off of Warner each of those. Warner Brothers doesn't even want to sell you any DVDs in 3D, dude. <laughs> but here's they don't the want way to sell you anything in 3D Here's right the now. way you pitch it. Is, uh, is that's one excuse to get it in theaters and then to get mm-hmm. that 3D bump for the ticket if they wanted. But if they actually promote it and they're like, we took our time and it looks good. And we're, we did all of them again, even the last two. They're not just going to re-release that shit. They're going to do them again. But if it's, it, it's more of an excuse for them to be like, the 20th anniversary. Harry Potter. Uh, the, mo- the movie event of a generation. Uh, and then they put the whole thing back in theaters. So <laughs> they make that sound? It, it, would, be the, it that. would be the pitch to like, well, it's back in theaters and you can catch a bunch of showings in 3D and the reviews are out in the 3D's fucking great. Like, it's cool, but it's just in theaters again. Yeah. And yeah. Warner Brothers would like that. Yeah. Cha-ching. Well, of course they would. They would. Like it. Of course they would. And mm. then at the end of it, they could put out another box set of you know the eight l- movies and be like, you know what's you know? a little disheartening, though, mm. is when that uh, press release came out for the Aquaman Blu-ray release, yeah. I emailed Warner Brothers and I was like, hey, by the way, just checking in to see if this is coming on 3D. No response. No response. <laughs> and then we had, a, we, we, we had to do research. We had I to tweeted at The only person who can head that is James Cameron right now. I know. He's the Apparently, only person man. who can get that movie. Well, the hell's moving. a 3D disc? Yeah, it's all 3D. Everything's <sighs> uh, in 3D. Sucks, Sorry, man. I like your enthusiasm, Hector. I know, man. But I I just, it's okay, man. You and I will have our own 3D marathon. Yeah, I just want them to, to like. Have your own 3D I stuff. just want them to redeem themselves for those bad conversion jobs yeah. for the last two potters. So I'm like, all right, do them all. Do them all. <laughs> do it again. Have them be awesome. Like, <laughs> Hector, could be you're great. like the dad of 3D. Both of you are like the the dad. I'm of telling 3D. you, Hector and I yeah. need a podcast. Yeah, that's it. That's <laughs> be it. The best. Be the best. Uh, uh, by the way, if you're listening on Spotify, nobody's listening or anymore. No, they're <laughs> not listening like, to the fuck show. Good. Anymore. You know what? About 3D. Good. It's gonna be another 20 fucking minutes. It's a 3D. Good. They all just tune out. It off. Tune out. Uh, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, <laughs> SoundCloud, whatever you listen to podcasts to, guys, make sure you go comment, rate, share the podcast. Uh, we've seen a lot of people listening to the podcast on Spotify. Mm-hmm. Apple Podcasts is doing really well. SoundCloud is doing better, better every single week. But make sure you guys rate it because if you rate it, the more people get to rate it and comment and get engaged with the podcast. That's true. The higher they climb up the ranks, which means that more people will discover our little it's show. It's strange to hear myself on Spotify. <laughs> is it weird? Yeah, because I found it. It popped up on my feed and I'm like, oh, that's me. That, it me. Oh, it, it me. me. It me. Yeah. Uh, also, Miss Chonis is still around. You can get a pair of <laughs> MeUndies uh, using the coupon code HyperRPG. Get 15% off your first purchase or go to MeUndies.com slash HyperRPG. With that being said, I have doing... not heard from Me Chonies yet about me guest starring as a designer. I know. <laughs> uh, where's, <laughs> where's our label, damn where's, it? Where's, wait for that email. Wait, wait for that email. But mm-hmm. some good news. We are actually going to be giving away a free pair of Me Chonies. What? Yeah. Yes. Not to you, though. Not to you. Them, not, not to you. One. Dang it. Uh, we're going to do this a very simple way. If you are watching this video or if you're listening on the podcast, jump over to the YouTube version. We're only going to be picking winners from YouTube. YouTube so if only. you're on Twitter and you're on Facebook or whatever platform, jump over to the to the YouTube version, leave a comment about any of the topics that we're going to talk about on tonight's show. Mm-hmm. We will randomly pick one person and we will announce the winner on next week's episode. So you have an opportunity for a free pair of underinos. That's awesome. 
And they're going to get it ch- shipped to them? Yes. That's you'll get a coupon well, code you and you'll be able to, yes. oh, that's you'll awesome. able to buy them on the yeah. store for yourself. So, so cool. sorry, we You're can't welcome. sign them or wear them beforehand. Yes. As much <laughs> as I would love to yeah. pre-wear them for you, no. As much as I, I would won't. like to wear them, in, like break them in for you so they're <laughs> as comfortable as possible. Get that Just snug in all the right places. Yep, yep. <laughs> get that elastic, elastic nice and warmed up. Just wear it in real good. Yeah, exactly. Just like Garth from Wayne's World. At first, it's constricting. But then it but becomes then it, a part of you. <laughs> <laughs> so gross. So gross. Uh, let's jump into some topics. It's been a rather uh, slow week. Not a whole mm-hmm. lot of big things have been going on. Um, there's been some TV shows that have been that have been premiering. Uh, Umbrella Academy being one of them. Mm-hmm. Doom Patrol. Doom Patrol being another one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched. I think it was like the first 45 minutes of Doom Patrol. I have only had about 15 left. I really like it. Good. It's okay. really really okay. good. I was telling these guys, I think Brendan Fraser is definitely the heart of that show. Yeah. And it's so cool to see him playing a DC character, and, and it's just him, cool to see him. You see him in live action? Yes. It's, he's also doing the voice of Robot yes. Man, but you see yes. him in live action in, mm-hmm. like, what is it, a flashback? It's, is it? Yeah, it's a series of flashbacks, cool. yeah. Very cool. Yeah, it's it's, yes. it's really you like good. like it? Good, we're getting it. Yeah, I, I really yeah, like it a lot. And it's cool so. just seeing Brendan Fraser. Yeah. So rec- I recommend, if you have DC Universe, definitely watch it. If you don't, I don't know what to tell you. Uh, do, get do you it, think, unless do you think, you're international. Do you think people need to watch... The episode of Titans where they premiere I don't think first, so. or they can just no. Hop based right on into based it. on what I've seen, they do a really good job explaining the backstory of all the characters. Cool. cool. So if you end up not watching Titans and you didn't watch the Doom Patrol episode, you will not be lost. It covers everything beautifully. And awesome. It's, it's really good. I really liked it. Um. So let's get into this. The first thing we're going to talk about is Star Wars Episode Nine has officially wrapped principal photography. Mm. There, it was funny because I think yesterday there was a rumor going around that I think someone was saying I think they're going to wrap up photography in the next few days. Uh, and then it happened today, John Boyega, J.J. Uh, Abrams, all the official accounts for Star Wars and Lucasfilm, they released a photo of Poe, Ray, and Finn. And uh, John hugging Boyega... Huh? Hey, were they hugging it out? Yeah, hugging, hugging it, it out, out. Hugging, hugging it, it out. out. Yep. It looks like they may have been on Jakku because it looks like another desert planet. It does look like I, I imagine maybe it could mm-hmm. be. Uh, John Boyega said, that's a wrap on Star Wars Episode Nine." and the end to a chapter of my life that I couldn't be more thankful for. What a process. It really has been a joy to be in these movies, surrounded by amazing people. JJ, thank you for making my dreams come true. And then JJ later tweeted, It feels impossible, but today wrapped photography on episode 9. There's no adequate way to thank this truly magical crew and cast. I'm forever indebted to you all. And... I tweeted out... I retweeted the photo, and I said, Now I finally feel like... We're in yeah. Star Wars. Yeah. If I finally am getting the, sort of that <laughs> sense of like, cool, the feels, Star Wars is coming back. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah I'm yeah, starting yeah, to get yeah. the feels again. Cool. Just 11 months now of Star <laughs> yeah. Wars hype that we That's have. Right. Yeah. That's right. That's right. 10 more months. 10 more now months we're ready. And fighting now with we're people. ready. Yeah. But, yeah. you know, we got Solo last year in 2018. Mm-hmm. And even though we got that movie, I, you know, well, I had, listen, it got buried, dude. It, it was, did. it was it got May. It yeah. was the summer. It was right Infinity, after War, Infinity War, Deadpool. Yeah. Like it, it was got, a big it, got, it was like when in 2016, they released a Star Trek movie yeah. in a crowded summer movie season that got buried. That was supposed to be the 50th Civil anniversary. Civil War, BVS, all these 50th other anniversary movies. of Star Trek was mm-hmm. 2016, 50 years. The same way they did with Skyfall yeah. uh, in 2012, mm-hmm. like the 50, you know, 50th year, yeah. which is a big deal. It got buried and it should have come out in a different time of the year. Not and, just that though. Yeah. Neither of those installations were as memorable as anything else. That's though. true. 
That's oh, true. I love Skyfall. I, I, well, well, yes, Skyfall, yes, but you're well, saying Skyfall, Solo I'm saying and Star Trek. Oh, oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. I agree. I'm saying Solo and Star Trek wasn't the best example of these franchises that they, we can They find, weren't the event. Which is yeah. Skyfall maybe, was for maybe me. Maybe that's why they were buried. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm sure that that's part of it. Yeah. But, but we've definitely seen lesser movies like do better and are yeah, more yeah, popular yeah. at yeah. other times yeah. of the year. Like it was, uh, sure. you know, it was it was very interesting to see everybody talk about uh, Solo, especially with like, yeah. was this, should they have done this? But yeah, <laughs> but now you know, I think now that we're we're gonna be a year and a half removed from the previous Star Wars movie, I think kind of at that point because we've talked about this and I've talked about this a lot. I and I don't know why I feel this way about Star Wars, but I don't feel equally the same about Marvel and DC. Well, because I think it's, it's because those movies. They explore so many different like worlds within the DC and Marvel yeah. universe. Right, you and feel like every movie is so unique and different, and that's yeah. part of its brand. Exactly, yeah. it's not like that's a new thing they're making up for the movies. Yeah. the right. way that Star Wars is like, well, now we're that, and it's yeah. like spinoff, spinoff, you know, cartoon mm-hmm. show, comic mm-hmm. book, multimedia mm-hmm. thing, TV mm-hmm. show. Yeah, John Favreau's TV show and all that shit's cool, but yeah. but it, it, Star Wars has the origin of just being that science fiction or fantasy, fantasy movie. Yeah. Um, it's a it's so a tentpole movie. It's just yeah. like you've been digesting Star Wars since you were twelve years old. Like mm-hmm. that's it's ingrained in you. So to yeah. you, that's like a fine meal. Yeah, Marvel mm-hmm. is more like yeah. the appetizer type stuff. Yeah, like the sweet, yeah. the sweet, or like the dessert that you get at the end of the year. Yeah, it's really good, and you'll always have it. Exactly. But Star Wars is always going to be your main dish. Yeah. Even with older Marvel movies, even the first like you know Blade or the first Spider Mans or mm-hmm. X Men's, when you're done with that movie, you can go to Marvel Comics and there's you know forty so fifty yeah. years of yeah. stuff. When you were digesting Star Wars, it's an event because at first there it. were three, yeah, you know, with books and some comics or whatever, yeah. but none of that stuff was like canon. Like yeah. even though people are mad that it got erased, guys, none of that stuff was canon back then. That's not how it no. worked. No. Uh, and then there were six Star Wars movies, and half of them were bad. So that was another thing of like. Uh, and then th- started to be one every year, which yeah. is awesome. But it's it, it. I think that it it is. It's for longtime Star Wars fans. It, it's an adjustment to sort of put your brain there. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Especially you know? after going so far, they were they. Were, I mean, they were so far and few between that you didn't know what you were going to get next. No, you and really. It, it was unexpected. Yeah, exactly. And at this point, it, it it's kind of reminding you now because your your mind has been so off yeah. of that topic for such a yeah. long time that you're just like. Cool, I'm ready. I'm well, ready and to go back. It's nuts, too, if you think about it. Like, you know, 2013, 2014 is when they announced and started shooting episode seven. Yeah, yeah. And that mm-hmm. was five years ago. Mm-hmm. Think about how much Star Wars we've gotten in five years. Oh, yeah. yeah. You That's know, we've lot. gotten four movies, or five movies. Episode yeah. seven, Rogue One, Cartoon episode shows. eight, Solo, yeah, yeah. all the, the comic the books. The Marvel comics, which are awesome. Yeah. And just and real I like quick, the shows. Like, you, I like Star Wars Rebels a lot. Yeah. You guys know about... Admir- Grand Admiral Thrawn. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, My buddy John mm-hmm, Piercello, mm-hmm. producer of uh, Animation Investigation Today, he pitched. He goes, I want Jason Isaacs to play Thrawn in a movie. And I. Okay. I, but it's not, okay. At this point, if there, they do it, it would have yeah. to be before episode uh, four. Not because necessarily. The new, because the new canon, he's in Rebels. Yes, but he also, there looks like they're setting it up to, in the comic books and different places, mm-hmm. for him to be around post Return of the Jedi. Mm. Yeah, so, because, so, because the, so end like, so it, it. the end of Rebels so leaves like, it open ended. Like, it's like if they wanted, maybe Thrawn could pop up in The Mandalorian. Yeah. Like, I'm just sure. saying. Which I'm not against. Which, when he, as soon as he pitched Jason Isaacs, yeah. I was oh, like, I can't. Jason that's Isaacs per- would be awesome as Grand Admiral Thrawn. He's 
awesome. Yeah. <laughs> just him as the bad guy from the Patriot, yeah. but doing Thrawn. Be so good. <laughs> Did he die? That stupid little boy. <laughs> that Lucius Malfoy. <laughs> so good. Super Slytherin. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, no, he was great. He was great. But I think, like, for me, it's bittersweet coming to the end of this new trilogy and for having John Boyega kind of state that and saying, like, this yeah, is a fun right, journey. Right. Yeah. More or less kind of stating, like, I don't know what's next. Yeah. Will we do more Star Wars movies? For will, me, who knows? Will they have Ray, Finn, and Poe exactly. in them? Like, exactly. Like, are we going to do a second trilogy with Dang. these characters? Are we going to wait 15 years before we revisit, revisit these characters? Like, that'd be, that'd be what's wild. What's the game plan? I mean, from the way he sounds, it sounds like how I would write something when I'm leaving. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, yeah. When, when good, you leave a job goodbye. or I think like, yeah, done. when you're quitting I think something. I think yeah, they're done. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. we kind of got a similar tweet from uh, Chris Evans, too. Remember? Yeah, Captain when, America. Yep, I think he's done. Yeah, when he wrapped that, too. So. This sounds very final to me, mm-hmm. uh, and I have a feeling uh, it's just like, what's your name, Ray? Uh, Daisy Ridley. Daisy Ridley. Daisy Ridley. Like she said, she doesn't want to go past these three movies just yeah. for her own career. You yeah. know, I kind of so, like that. I really like that. Like, I don't know. I- I'm not an actor, but she's young. She yeah. started with this. She might want to explore the venues. Yeah, you, exactly. you know, yeah, because Carrie Fisher didn't do seven Star Wars movies. No, you know what I mean? <laughs> no, exactly. And it's a beloved character. Everybody right. loves Leia right. and Luke and Han. It would be awesome if the the two sets of trilogies that are being developed right now, Ryan Johnson's yeah. and then the Game of Thrones dudes, mm-hmm. yeah. if they were totally new characters, Absolutely. new time periods, everything, I everything, everything new, to. you yeah. have to. Yeah. But my God, how awesome would it be? Amazing if thirty years from now, you see a thirty-year-older Daisy, dude, Ridley. Daisy Ridley, oh, Boyega, and uh, yeah, Oscar, Oscar came back. Yeah. That yeah. would yeah. be like. That that movie would be like opening weekend eight billion dollars <laughs> worldwide. Makes so much money, but like her arms cut off and she's got that cyborg yeah. arm. Oh, shit. You Whoa. don't know what happened. What's what going happened? on? Yeah. yeah. Ooh ooh. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> so over overall, regardless regardless of what people have said on social media about about some of these movies, your own personal feelings. Mm-hmm. How have you felt about Star Wars as the new? Disney version of Star Wars. I loved it. And where do you hope Episode Nine sort of caps off this uh, new, this Skywalker I, 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 I was talking about this today. I love I love the new stuff that Disney's doing. I love the care that they're putting into it. Yeah. I think they very clearly are finding people who give so many shits about yeah. Star Wars yeah. and yeah. putting them yeah. on it, and it works. And it's a bummer that Lord Miller didn't get to do Solo because like Spider Verse came out and everyone was like, "Oh mm. man, you could have had this." In Star <laughs> By the way, <laughs> yeah, really quick, there yeah. is a forty-five minute interview. With the directors of Spider Verse, yeah, and it's moderated by Ava DuVernay. Oh, it's on snap. Sony's YouTube channel. Oh, oh my God. I'm gonna watch that. Thank you, yeah. thank you. Yeah. I saw them. Yeah. I, I saw the, the comment. I was like, it better be on the goddamn Blu-ray. I saw. I saw the. I saw. I saw, I saw them tweet about it. I saw them post pictures about it, but I didn't know it was on the YouTube channel. Yeah, yeah. amazing. But uh, here's the other thing I really love too. It's not just the movies, which are great, but like the cartoons, mm-hmm. like the comic books, the the even the novels themselves, which are now all of them canon. Like I've been reading as many of those as I can. The comic books are amazing and there's been so many things in star wars that it it has sort of opened it up for me it made me love it more than i ever did i really 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 liked star wars my whole life Mm -hmm. but it wasn't until some of these newer projects across the different you know medium uh kind of clicked things for me and i went oh my god this is phenomenal and it even made me love and appreciate even more, even though I always kind of liked it, just the 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 prequel era. Mm-hmm. I still don't like those movies, but that era. So to answer your question, if this last movie ended up feeling like a mix of 
original trilogy, mm-hmm. the newer three movies, and even some prequel stuff. Like mm-hmm. if it had tied something to, like if they got yeah. Liam Neeson to be a yeah. Force Ghost kind of a thing, but like it worked for the story kind right. of a thing, I would be a happy camper. My buddy John Piercello again was like, "I'm all for Hayden Christensen to come back as a Force Ghost." And at first, I was like, "Nah," but then I thought about it and I went, "It would be a good performance." J.J. Abrams will get a great performance out of Hayden Christensen. Absolutely. Like, and I don't doubt that. So yeah, if this yeah. new movie is is like sort of a goodbye to all nine of them, I would be fine with it. Yeah. I think it would yeah. be I think it would be great. And yeah. I I don't think it'll top how much I love The Last Jedi. I don't think for me personally, but as long as it's like good, I'm gonna be happy. Right, right, yeah. I feel like uh I'm I'm ready for this just like you, Adam, and I really like the direction that Disney's been taking it. I feel like We've had this conversation over and over so many times that like the last movie was not what people expected at all. Yeah. And that's what caused a lot of the controversy with that movie. But I wish people would just like settle down a little bit, objectively watch the movie mm-hmm. and realize that things that happened here kind of have to happen for the betterment of the universe overall, which is why I like this movie, These, yeah. especially The Last Jedi. I really like the direction that they took that one. So it makes me hopeful that this last one might be a mix of the nostalgic stuff, but also set up like, guys, this universe is huge. That's it's true. almost like the last panel of Calvin and Hobbes, where uh, Calvin goes, "It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a big world, it's a big world, pal. Let's go exploring." You know, like mm. let's break explore my heart. this they universe. That's guys. how they end it. That's let's how they end Calvin it. and Hobbes. Yes, That's exactly. how Bill Waterson ended it. That's how Bill Waters ah, so ended it. <laughs> so good. It still makes me cry to this day, like yes. that last so panel. Good. But still, like this, that's the kind of feeling that I want to get from this last movie. You know, mm-hmm. yeah. like whether they come back or not whether they they decide they want to do three more whatever they want to do like all the spin-offs i just want to be left at the end of this movie just begging for more star wars yeah. just like show me more because i love what you did so far so i don't right. think i'm ever yeah. gonna get tired of star wars movies i think for me the big thing is if you're gonna do it great don't do one or two every year oh no, i agree I, yeah, yeah. I, absolutely and honestly like even if they in fact, if they, they were to interchange between going from Ryan's original movie yeah. to the Game of Thrones original movie, if they did that once a year, maybe I'd be okay with it. If it's in completely different eras and it's all new characters and it doesn't tie into each other, yeah. then I think I'd be more open to it. But when you have movies like Solo, Rogue One, all tying into sort of like the same main plot, yeah, I'm not that crazy about having an annual release. Yeah. Or do it every eighteen month, every eighteen months. You have one in December, then one like the following summer, and mm-hmm. then one the following winter. Would you want them to be just kind of like they have them now, where it's like main movie spinoff, yeah, main movie? Well, spin-off I kind of. honestly kind of think that after episode nine, we're not going to get an episode ten for years. I think it's going to be a good like five but ten years Ryan before Johnson's they decide what they're going to do. Could be uh, like the main fill-in. movie, yeah, sure. Trilogy. If it's yeah. like Part let's one. say he does Knights of the Old Republic, sure. and the Game of Thrones creators do like. I don't know the Snoke movie, which which would be awesome because everybody wants Game of Thrones to do Knights of the Republic, but yeah. I say give it to Ryan Johnson. Yeah. Everyone's like, give it to yep. Ryan Johnson yeah. to Ryan. so that they all get mad. <laughs> <laughs> but I think if you inter- if you interchange, and you know one, you know, and you're interchanging between like one main story and one spin-off, spin-off then like I'm fine with it. You know what I would love is um, Lord of the Rings Hobbit style. Where, like, whoever's up to bat first, whether it's Game of Thrones or Ryan Johnson, you get your three movies, bang, bang, boom. And maybe production-wise it might be impossible, but it's like, you know what? I don't think it's impossible. Spend, Spend two years doing the first one, then start working on the second one, and then as you're working on the second one, like, the first one comes out. Right. 
in one year, and then a year mm-hmm. later, the second one. Like it's not impossible. You know, we have the example I know. right here. The blueprint is right here. That's very true. I I I, they, I just generate these, by the way. They just, <laughs> yeah, they just when I talk about. Yeah, anytime anytime anybody talks about them, yeah, I'll just like, oh, you mean this right here? This one right here, perfect. The extended edition, fifteen hours of Lord of the Rings. It's 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 very possible. The reason why this movie was so successful, though, is because of the pre-production, pre-production, and the pre-planning before they started filming. It was two years of pre-production. Yeah. just to figure out how they were going to do this. Yeah. So in order like for us to get that... It's like an anomaly, though, dude. It's like an anomaly. It, well, it, it is. It's because everybody had so much passion working behind it. Not only this. that, like, the Rousseau brothers have said that they, if they, if it was up to them, they would have never shot the Avengers movies, the two back movies back. back-to-back. Yeah. The fact that they shot all of this Nuts. simultaneously, right, right. finished one Three and then times. went to the other and then finished right. one with the other, I'm like, how did Peter Jackson's brain not melt? It's insane. But that goes to show that like you can do it. It is yeah. possible with enough planning. The only problem is that movie studios don't really give you this kind of freedom anymore. Like you don't you don't have the two years of pre production because to the to the studio they're just burning money. They're yeah. just burning through it. But so you, the, the Marvel pers- makes movies within like a twelve to fourteen months exactly. window now. That, yeah. I mean and, that I, puts I, so I much still pressure. Think it, it it does. I still think that Marvel does do a good job of overall planning. Overall oh, you're, yeah. Like, yeah, you're you know, right. You're but, right. But that sort of production yeah. But the actual production time, that's you know, that's the crunch time. That's the majority yeah. of the work. And so having that kind of mindset, not a lot of people have it. It is possible. Yeah. But you have to have the right crew, you have to have the right production people, yeah. you have to have everything fall in the right place in order mm-hmm. to make it happen. So it is possible, but Damn. we have to have a lot of buy-in from a <sighs> lot of people. And I don't see that happening, <clears throat> but it would be amazing to see something like Because if yeah. anything deserves a treatment like that, it's Star Wars. Uh, yeah. yeah. You know? And I'm also not against, like, I, I understand, for me, looking at Lord of the Rings mm-hmm. as a trilogy of movies and then filming sort of all of them together mm-hmm. and then working on one at a time year, for y- year after year, Yeah, I get why you would do that, especially because Absolutely. those movies end... Every every one of those movies ends on a cliffhanger. On a cliffhanger, and literally the next movie starts off five seconds. Exactly. After it. So I feel like Lord of the Rings is something that needs that. Absolutely. And I and I think it'd be a disservice if it was like in three years you'll get the sequel. It's like right. I don't want to wait three freaking years. I right. want it immediately. Exactly. Exactly. Um, yeah. Whereas I think with like, you know, whatever trilogies these these two sets of directors are doing, I don't necessarily want them to feel like, hey, we want to do a trilogy. Okay, but you got to do it all simultaneously. It's like, right, well, right. let's well, do one. But like I said, the the idea has to be right. You of know, course. like just like the Lord, the Lord of the Rings movies, the idea has to be right because yeah. these movies all take place back to back in the matter of four mm-hmm. years. You know, so you have to have that tight conciseness. But who knows what they're coming up with Star Wars? Yeah. You know, like it could be there could be a three or four year break timeline wise inside yeah. the movie so you don't need to exactly shoot that, exactly shoot that back to back so i'm i'm hoping for uh, some attention to detail like these lord of the rings movies but yeah. at the same time i'm i don't know i don't know yeah. i don't know where this next this last movie is going to leave the franchise i don't yeah. know what these next three <clears throat> trilogies yeah. have yeah. to do so it's tough to make movies y'all it's really <laughs> difficult plus i'm also very okay because of things like disney plus mm-hmm. and shows like the mandalorian yep, yep i don't yep. need a movie every year dude, right, so right. we have Star all that other content that we have you read all the like, comics no dude they're so Not good even close to oh i know i know that yeah. but it's just like it's for sure there's so, so much. much there's so much yeah yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I'm fine if they're like, you're not getting one for eight years. I'll be like, perfect. They'll give me enough yeah. time to catch up on all the cartoons and comics. And yeah. I'll play I just Battle rewatch Gendy's Star Wars over yeah, and over yeah, again. Yeah, yeah. That's, That's all I really watch. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's sad. It's bittersweet. But I'm excited to see sort of what the next year brings. I'm yeah. sure we'll probably get our first look at the movie uh, during Star Wars Celebration, which I believe is in April in Chicago. Cool. Uh, which is what they did with The Last Jedi. So Shy I'm town. Chitan. Yes, yes, sir. Uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, an official, official, official confirmation of Ben Affleck retiring as Batman. Called it. Uh, <laughs> I've been calling this shit for years, Doc. <laughs> uh, years. So he was on Jimmy Kimmel, and Jimmy Kimmel asked him, he's like, so I keep hearing these things of you and reading about you officially retiring mm -hmm. as Batman. Is that true? Mm -hmm. And he basically said, yes. And he says, I tried to direct a version of it. Worked with a really good screenwriter, but just couldn't come up with a version, couldn't crack it. I thought it was time for someone else to take a shot at it, and they've got some really good people, so I'm excited. And then they yeah. went and they got this like mock-up bat suit, which they were like, it's from Warner Brothers. I'm like, it's really shitty looking, so no, it's not. <laughs> and then they, they, you know, like when you retire a jersey, they basically uh, retired his bat suit. Oh, mm -hmm. they hung it up yeah, in the exactly. rafters? So okay. Guillermo okay. was wearing a Robin costume. Uh -huh. It was very sexy. The, the, ju the jersey <laughs> said Batfleck on it. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, number 12, okay. so yeah. Okay. Um, but I guess this is like, this is him for the first time coming out publicly, acknowledging and officially stating like, I'm done. He's done. Mm -hmm. Yep. And yep, yep. I don't think you do that. I don't think you jokingly even retire a Batman cowl. No. And then in two years, you're like, I'll be back for Justice League 2. Well, I think that would be Michael like, Jordan what? retired from basketball. <laughs> that's true. And then the Toon Squad needed and his help. And then the Toon Squad needed his help. <laughs> and that's what inspired him to get and back into basketball. But that's when, no, that's when he got out of the Toon Squad and played yeah. baseball for a yeah, while. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And, no, yeah. and he was a terrible. And came back. Yeah, yeah, like it's just, you don't, you don't do that. Like, yeah. Guys, you can't. This is different. You cannot give people false hope. Stop it. Let <laughs> no, me no, stop no, this franchise. Neither of those returns were good. Let me say. Uh, when Michael Jordan played baseball, he's he, a terrible baseball player. No, but when he came back to basketball, wasn't it awesome again? He didn't again? come back to basketball. Yeah, he did. He came back to basketball. Did he? Yes. For like one Bro, watch season. Space Jam. It's a historical document. <laughs> what are you doing? He came back for no. one season. He, this I, was, so he retired. Mis, he yes, retired. you're misremembering Space Jam. He was playing baseball when Bugs Bunny recruited him. And he was like, I play baseball now. He's like, yeah, right, Buster. And I'm so and so, and I'm Mickey Mouse or whatever he said. And then after helping them with the Toon Squad, at the end of that movie, they uh -huh. talked up like they showed like how he came back to the baseball. NBA, came uh, back yeah. to the NBA, baseball the and Chicago then went to the Bulls. NBA, yeah. He legit came back to the NBA for a little bit. I don't remember that. He did. You have to rewatch Space Jam. That's <laughs> I the, haven't seen Space that's Jam the extent of my sports knowledge. Is the movie I like Space how three Jam. comic nerds yeah. are trying to figure out sports knowledge. <laughs> the 96 97 uh -huh. season of the Chicago oh, yeah. Bulls. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah. Uh, yeah. Scottie Pippen, uh, uh, Elmer yeah, Fudd. Strong and, defense. Uh, strong defense. Yeah, dude, strong defense. Bill Murray was there. <laughs> Bill Murray was there. Dennis <laughs> Rodman and, and uh, Roadrunner. And Roadrunner, yeah. Oh. Definitely Bugs. Bugs Bro. was playing point, point guard for sure. That's right. Roadrunner is good. He's he's fast. good. Uh, I he's real fast. Horn, leg point horn. center. I'll say, I'll say yeah. what? Point yeah. center. <laughs> Whatever. Center point. <laughs> center forward. I, I love how we Hike. completely derailed he, he this makes, Batman he discussion. Makes the, he makes all the touchdowns. The That's point right. is, is yes, I think that this is a very PR way to say I'm done with this role. Yeah. Kind of, please stop asking me about yeah, it in a very nice him. way. He's yeah. friends with Jimmy Kimmel. Kimmel was going to let him do it. He was never going to make an announcement like this on The Tonight Show with Jimmy right, Fallon. Right, He's right, never going right, to make right. an announcement like this somewhere else. Like yeah. It was going to be Kimmel because him and Kimmel are buds, buds yeah. and it's cool. Yeah. And uh, I'm super bummed and have always been bummed that Affleck didn't get to do the stuff he wanted to do in the role. Absolutely. Because I think he was very well cast and so qualified and and he's such a good actor and he's such a good director and it's just a bummer that the trajectory of those movies didn't go the way that all parties involved wanted yeah the the reason why these 
the, this Batman didn't succeed as much as other ones is not Ben Affleck's fault. No. At all. No. Yeah. Like, he, I, yeah. if if he would have been given good opportunities, I feel like we would have gotten some really good performances out of him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That being said, I wish the man uh, happiness. Yeah. Like, if he's happy yeah. not doing this, because he's gone through a lot. Like, yeah, yeah. Man. he's back on TV after rehab. Like, we have to think about the dude's personal life as well. Like, his personal wellness is paramount to all of, of this. So mm-hmm. of course. if he's good, yeah. hang it up. Yeah, hang man. it out to dry. Call it a night. Yeah. He did That's it in a it. fun way. With a K. It's fun. With a K. You know, hopefully, yeah. hopefully he, every, everything's amicable. Everybody's he had a cool. Shot. Yeah. yeah. So, plus that, I, think, I mean, that's all you can do. Plus, I think if, if the fan base is, because when he was making his movie Live by Night, all people asked him about was Batman. Batman, right. Batman, exactly. Batman, 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 exactly. Batman. Every press junket, every yeah, interview, man. everything. I think there's a lesson to learn. And I, I, I think so 100%. There absolutely is. And I think, you know, if I was somebody, if I was in Ben Affleck's shoes and I was consistently asked about the one right, project right, out right. of the million things that I'm trying to work on, including like my own personal life, mm-hmm. right. I'd be irritated too. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not even that. You can tell Ben Affleck's the type of dude who likes to have his, his hands in multiple yeah. projects. Like before this, what was the stuff he was really known for? His young stuff, maybe? Like mm-hmm. when he was. His directing really, stuff. Yeah, like his, his really, Arca. really early on. But he wasn't continuously act about, uh, asked about it. Yeah. But when he took up the cowl, literally took up the yeah. cowl, yeah. like he stepped into a even bigger spotlight. Yeah. But also, like he's in the comic book light now, yeah. so it's the not nerds a nice are kind of like it's not a nice. They light. can get yeah. mean sometimes. It's this you like know? Princess Diana level of scrutiny. Oh snap! That's a good analogy. It's, it's this. It's and I and I'm saying that because recently I think it was George Clooney who was saying that yeah. he felt that. Uh, uh, Meghan Markle, uh-huh. the actress who married into the British yeah, royalty. Yeah, yeah, he's like he's making that same observation of like the the press and the paparazzi are crazy about this yeah, individual, yeah, and they yeah. need to back off. Yeah, and yeah. I think that any time, and especially with a huge character like Batman, because right, right, right. there's been tons and tons of actors in comic book movies, and they'll probably be known for that in a big right. in a big way. But yeah. when it comes to something like this, like. It's not always a flattering spotlight. No. It's, it, it can be mean-spirited. I mean, I remember when he was on The Tonight Show and he talked about uh, the casting that mm-hmm. when he when it was finally announced, he went online and saw the first comment and it was a person no. going, no. Yeah. Yeah. And he just like kind of laughs it off. But like, fuck, dude. It does get to you. Like, How could it not? You can laugh it off, but it How does get to you. How could it yes, not? Absolutely. So, um, there's a lesson to learn, and I'm I'm part of the reason at fault too. I know that that I w- worked for companies that like I went to go do a press thing with with a Ben Affleck movie, and they yeah. told me specifically they're like, oh, make sure you ask a Batman question. Yeah, and then I did in an interview with him, and he slapped you, and he slapped me across the face. No, he said, and you shut your dirty thankfully mouth. I was able to like make him laugh, and it was not my favorite interview. I don't think it went. Great, but I was able yeah. to make him laugh and talk about the project, and and but they had to have like a, one of his like people come up and be like, oh, can we stick to questions about this film? And I was like, yeah, sure, no problem. And mm-hmm. then you know you stick to that. Yeah. But it's like, why would my outlet ask me to even do that? Because it's right. going to get clicks. Exactly. Because people are starving, frothing, yeah. foaming, at the and it's like there's a lesson to be learned here. The outlets yeah. shouldn't be the ones continually sort of pressing this, and the audience shouldn't expect nothing but that. And yeah. you know, learn more about. Their other work. There's, Dude. I mean, but well, there's no convincing people it's otherwise. The, it's the same yeah. thing, like when, when, when there was rumors the, these past few weeks or like fan suggestions of like who could play Batman, and Robert Pattinson came up. Yeah, 
Most people God, who man. don't watch enough movies will say, <laughs> yep. the guy from Twilight? Yep. I'm like, go yeah. watch a movie like Good Time. It's 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 cyclical. He's so good yeah. in that it's movie. The same it's thing happened with film, Heath like, Ledger, yeah. and we had to keep yep. pointing it out to people. Yeah. It's like, yep. first of all, calm down. Secondly, yeah. I mean, when Ben Affleck was cast, it is it has now been, it. Yeah. every time any casting has to do with anything yeah. Batman, every single time, it starts with, no, and then yeah. it ends with, they're the best they're version the best. of that. It's like, how <laughs> now, many times do we have to learn that yeah. lesson? Now you yeah, go on Instagram, yeah. and it's like, Ben Affleck is the greatest Batman in history. I'm like, five years ago, you guys were shitting yeah, on yeah. everybody. Daredevil was, yeah. was going to play yeah. Batman. I'm yeah, like, yeah. come on. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. You know, so, it's so stupid. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah, but yeah, it's, it's, it's a bummer. It, it sucks. And it, it sucks that, unfortunately, this had to happen to mm-hmm. Ben Affleck, but... I don't know. Maybe we can. Maybe later down the line, we can all learn something about this. Well, and- the thing I'm excited about is because he's been directing most mostly for the last, you know, like ten years or so. Yeah. He's 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 still doing acting, and he's he's got a new movie coming out on Netflix called Triple Frontier, and it's uh-huh. it's him, it's Pedro Pascal, uh, Oscar Isaac is in it, Garrett Hedlund, and Charlie Hunnam. I'm mm-hmm. I'm excited to see him. Like, okay, what what are some of the new roles that you're taking on in the post Batman era? Yeah. I yeah. think he's going Universal to direct a movie as well. Yeah. So I'm interested to see what he's going to do post Batman, yeah. and just genu- genuinely curious of like, great, what else? Yeah. What else can people bug you about? Because I right, know he's right. going to be doing press junkets for this movie that he's got on Netflix, and people are going to be like, so you retired as Batman? It's like. I went on Jimmy Kimmel, so I didn't have to talk about this. <laughs> it's like, like this yeah. is a, not a subject that we want yeah, to talk about Yeah, and he even anymore. said, he's like, look, I couldn't crack the script with the writer. Yeah, he didn't yeah, say who that writer yeah. was. I think it was probably Jeff Johns, yeah. but it's like, you don't need just to stop. ask him stop. about Batman every time. I, I'm I'm hoping that they just people just stop asking yeah. about this at this point, which yeah. is probably the reason why he came out and said this. Which is yeah. par- part of the reason, he, <clears throat> when it comes to Matt Reeves' movie, every week every day i see tweets of like matt reeves give us an update matt reeves this matt reeves that yeah what is what's happening with the movie imagine being that it's just like guys we had batman in three movies or two movies yeah or he had a cameo in one in the last like two years and we had a dark knight trilogy that lasted forever we have like there's so much other batman stuff that you can consume yes you can wait two years and be excited about right and be excited about yeah. and there's so many other dc characters i want to see yeah. on the screen yeah i love bruce wayne i love batman i also love other bat people <laughs> yeah. that we haven't seen yet yep. where's robin <laughs> yep. damn it uh, nightwing yeah yeah so we'll see we'll see but yeah leave ben affleck alone y'all uh the loki series has hired a showrunner Michael Waldron from Rick and Morty will write the pilot, act as show creator, and executive produce the series. Cool. Marvel did not <laughs> did not uh, Marvel did not confirm whether this plot of the of the series is official, but apparently, according to the Hollywood Reporter, the show will follow Loki as the trickster and shapeshifter who pops up throughout human history mm. as an unlikely influencer of historical events. I like that, but. I don't want it to be like Mr. Peabody and Sherman. Yeah. Okay. Here's yeah. what I like about it. The time traveling aspect reminds mm-hmm. me of my favorite Loki moment in the history of Marvel Comics. Which and it one? happened in J. Michael Straczynski's run of Thor. Mm-hmm. This is a little bit after he uh, builds Asgard floating above Oklahoma. Uh-huh. And uh, Loki comes back as a woman in the uh-huh. body of Sif. Yes. And at one point into this story, Loki, it was in like the uh, number like 500 issue special uh-huh. spectacular or something or some annual. I have, I have those, yes. He, he goes back in time. First of all, he changed changes to his normal form as like his male Loki. Uh-huh. He goes back in time and observes himself as a child, uh-huh. as a frost giant child who was getting like beaten by his frost giant father, little kid sniveling in the ice, little blue child. And he goes over as Loki, adult Loki. And he goes, do you want to get out of here? Do you want to go live in the hollowed howls of Asgard? 
And he's like, yeah. And he's like, okay, well, what do you think about your father? I hate him. I wish I could kill him. He's like, okay, well, this can happen. If you help, if you do this and this and this uh-huh. and go instigate a war, <coughs> Odin will come and slay your father. And he's like, how do you know this? And he's like, well, I'm you from the future. He's like, okay. And it's this li- these little evil fuckers that pull this off mm-hmm. where he's able to trick his father into like starting some shit and then Odin and his people show up and wipe them out and then little Loki as a child is then adopted by Odin. Mm-hmm. This this comic book story revealed that it was Loki's plan the whole time. Mm-hmm. That even as a child he made that decision to go and sort of upgrade moving on up mm-hmm. and then from then on like uh, he was able to manipulate. So he's like this ultimate manipulator yeah. and I love that so so much that if they somehow made it so that this show revealed that back in time the only reason that like young Anthony Hopkins as Odin even got the baby was because adult Loki set it up so that he was going to make it so that he made sure he was himself was like adopted. It would be awesome. That would be amazing. Yeah. But this says that he's influencing his historical, historical figures. Historical events. Yeah. So like what's he going to instigate? Like I know. I don't know. Uh, I know. Marty McFly. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> the production of Back to the Future. Yeah, the production of Back to the Future. Like, yeah. I don't want to go real dark with it, but like, yeah. Yeah, you like, know. Like, are we talking like JFK? Because, like, yeah, what? like, are we what talking are we like. Get? That's what I'm saying. Is he going to be the UFO flying in the sky yeah. in the 50s? Or I, and I don't. Remind me, because you would know. You probably rewatched Thor 300,000 times. Um, <laughs> I'm going to hit. I'm going to get it uh, next week. <laughs> oh, I'm going to oh, watch okay. it next week. Uh, doesn't Loki talk about earth and the humans yeah but not in a way that like he's been here before or experienced no it, or i think does that he? what they hint at is that when they're little kids they're running around as little kids on asgard mm. at some point when they're young men like mm. young thor and young loki chris hemsworth and tom hiddleston they did visit earth okay and this was thousands of years ago mm-hmm. and then they kind of stopped mm. so that's or i did f- i feel like that's kind of versus like wonder woman was a young woman at like 18 years old or whatever in like 1911 yeah. 1913 when world war one was breaking out so that so like like diana's like a relatively new addition to the to the amazons mm-hmm. but i think that thor and loki actually were little kids a long ass time ago yeah, yeah, yeah. and they've been around for a long time so they've been to earth and stuff mm-hmm. i don't think it's i don't it's think like, thor I, was I mean, going to earth like, for the first time it could be fun to see that i i, I think again I, for me it's gonna be like okay cool what if it's gonna be eight episodes? Okay, is he just yeah. gonna? Is every episode gonna be a specific piece of human history? Yeah, like I don't. Or is yeah. it gonna be some sort of an arcing story? Are they of gonna like, go back well, to like Jesus and 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 like the times of Jesus? Like he's setting here, shit up over there. Like here's, how far back are they gonna go? Ben Hur, sorry, Tom yeah. Hiddleston. Here's what's messed up. No matter what they do, they just set up Loki to be the character that does not prevent. Adolf Hitler coming into power. Right. Like, so he's all ma- think automatically think, a piece think, of think shit. Think about this. He's automatically a piece of shit. Think about this. Uh, <laughs> In Black Panther, they called white people colonizers. So yeah. is Loki setting that up too? Like, what? Where, yeah. Like, what? Yeah. Where's the limit here? Like, Loki's, I don't. Loki setting up. Uh, uh, yeah, like Loki <laughs> setting up uh, 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 everything. Just everything. Maybe well, I was gonna say he was setting up like he Wakanda. He sets up the murder of uh, of uh, T'Chaka? Tony Stark's parents. Yeah, of Tony Stark's parents. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. Yeah, like he's, he, he's the like, Winter wh- Soldier. That's right. Where is this all? Where is this all going? I don't know. I don't know. I, the, I, the good news is, look, I've seen the first two seasons of Rick and Morty. And they're great, uh-huh. and it's funny, and there's a bunch of good like messages and stuff in uh-huh. there. So it's like it's Rick and Morty, yeah. dude. It'll probably be more than what that synopsis because Rick I and Morty so. synopsis this is, is like not a good synopsis. It's like Rick Sanchez and his and his grandson going wacky adventures. Well, and you're like, also, Ugh. also then you be, watch the show, you go, oh yeah. okay. It's good. Also, you know, you look at a lot of the the TV series and the one shots that they did that take place after Captain America was lost. Yeah, you know, 
if Loki comes into that time period, is he going to interact with a character like Peggy Carter? Does he not? Like, I could see could him. Be, could that be interesting? Would that conflict uh, the timelines? I'll say this. When when Odin uh, defended the uh, uh, Norway from the Frost Giants, it's mm-hmm. supposed to be the year 600 AD. Yeah. So it's like that's when he got little baby Loki. Uh-huh. Uh, so, it, it, so around that time was when Thor was born. So like it, I don't think human history is like modern human history. I think that it could be like Loki mixing like it up way, with way Galileo and shit. Yeah. Like it, like you know, it's Mr. Yeah. Peabody and Sherman. Yeah. Like he's yeah. going to the time of the ancient Egyptians right, and right, the, right. whatever. Which, if that's what well, the that, show that's is, that's a long time ago. That's too yeah. long. If that's yeah. what the show is, then I I would prefer like if the first episode starts hundreds of years yeah before the events yeah. of the Marvel Cinematic Universe yeah and then every episode jumps like yeah. a certain time for like could be that. that could be really fun. It could be that yeah. as long as it has like some sort of like overarching story of like cool what's What's the end game for Loki? Right. You know, what's he trying to do? I, I, so the, see, that's that's what I don't know. That's just to I be a know. trickster. Yeah. But it could get. I just. I can't get it out of my head that I know for a fact that history favors white people. So yeah. I'm just like, <laughs> this show could take a turn real quick. Yeah. Like, what do Loki you guys do? Are you guys going to be yeah. making fun of this stuff? Is yeah. it going to be slapsticky? Like, and what's as far as it? we know, the Marvel history of that universe is relatively the same as Earth's history. Exactly. Yeah. Except for exactly. Wakanda has been a thing, mm-hmm. and World War II had a guy in a Captain America suit running around. Right. And then up to that point, oh, no, Ant Man was Ant Man in the eighties. Right, exactly. That's so it. Yeah. he's really That's just it. messing with all these people who don't have powers yeah, until yeah. people with powers show yeah. up. So, yeah. so I'm I'm interested. I'm, I'm, I'm not interested. <laughs> we'll, we'll see. I mean, it yeah. could be like a Martian Manhunter thing too, where he like disguises himself in other time periods and just could be instead of being a hero, I he's mean, the maybe. villain. Could be. You could do a lot of stuff. There. I yeah, mean, I I, yeah. I just hope the synopsis. I, I this synopsis was not good. Like it just yeah. doesn't. It's not confirmed. Make me want to watch. It's not enough. Yeah. Oh, it's not confirmed. Okay, well yeah. then, we need do your thing. Let me see an episode. Let me see That's an episode. Right. Yeah, let me see yeah, a trailer. Yeah, for yeah. What this let is. me see a trailer. Let me see what you got. Because yeah, yeah, yeah. right now, it's not looking good for me. Hector, hit us up with this last one. You what wanted, you wanted to talk about the Star Trek? Yeah, I don't know. Really? Yeah. yeah, I don't know Alex anything Kurtzman. about this. Hector. <laughs> Get me excited. It's animation. <laughs> Listen, let's talk about Star Trek for a second. We don't do that enough on this show. No, never. There's none of happening. Yeah, Captain Kirk's a hero. So they're expanding with Star Trek stuff. They have a show currently on CBS All Access called Star Trek Discovery. Yeah, it's in its second they, season, right? It's in its second season. And in between both of these seasons, they did an experimental thing called Star Trek Short Treks, where they made little shorter episodes that were like 10, 15 minutes a pop, and they made four of them. And I thought those were great. And it was like it was kind of like the Marvel one-shots. It's like, oh, cool, little experimental thing. They're planning to do a few different animated series, mm-hmm. and it looks like they are close to finalizing a deal to where Nickelodeon is going to be the home of one of these uh, shows, these cartoon yeah, shows. Which and is the first time like Star Trek will not be on CBS. And, uh, well, I think so. I mean, in, historically... In its current, like, history, right? Correct. I think historically Star Trek started on ABC and then mm. was maybe canceled and then moved over to CBS. I don't know what the what the major channels the were or whatever. Yeah. But but this looks like... And I think it's because... I don't know if right now where, where Star Trek production is, if they have the means to do a cartoon show... Whereas, like, well, Nickelodeon has in-house, they do cartoons there. That's what they do. That's what they make at Nickelodeon, you know, in Los Angeles. Like, that's what they do. Um, But what's really interesting about it is that 
uh, they're specifically trying to do something that, okay, on, on top of that, uh, the Star Trek Discovery, Patrick Stewart's coming back as yes. Captain Jean-Luc Picard yeah. in his own show. And then okay. Michelle Yeoh, as her character, Philippa Giorgio, is getting her own spinoff, mm-hmm. where she is, I'm going to spoil it because, you know what, at this point, if you haven't seen Star Trek Discovery <laughs> Season 1, that's on you, and you probably didn't give a shit enough to go do it, uh, where Philippa Giorgio, Michelle Yeoh's character, is actually from the evil Mirror Universe and she was saved and brought over to our universe, so she becomes a member of Section 31, which is their like black ops, super mm. secret Starfleet stuff that's off the books. Mm-hmm. Uh, because everybody who watched Star Trek Discovery, Michelle Yeoh's character in, from our universe, she died in the first episode. And mm. then went on to inspire the main character, uh, Michael Burnham, to go and, and be inspired by her. So this, so when they brought back Michelle Yeoh, it's like, oh, it's because they went over to like the Nazi Earth, and she's effectively like the Star Trek version of a Nazi, which is a Terran, mm-hmm. and she was the emperor. She was like the she was like the big big bad. Yeah. So now she's working in our universe on Section Thirty One. But they're trying to do a couple different things: an animated show that is uh, more directed towards adults called Lower Decks, which is supposed to be in continuity in canon about a group of people that work on a, the least important ship in Starfleet, <laughs> and they're like in the Lower Decks. Okay. It. Dude, it's like okay. such a good idea that <laughs> yeah, it's like right. yes, I'm thank you. It. Because Star Trek can be hilarious, yeah. and even old Star Trek that people take very seriously can be hilarious, and I'm a Trekkie. So it's like, there's been episodes where Kirk and the crew beam down to a planet, and then like some alien turns one of them into like, you know, a salt cube or whatever, like one of the red shirts. Mm-hmm. And it's like, fuck, that was Jerry. He's fucking dead, and he's got turned into a salt cube or whatever. Like, <laughs> So you could have so much fun with that comedy. Yeah. I agree. So the, so the interesting thing about this Nickelodeon show is that it is supposed to be geared towards more of a younger audience. And I wanted to read a thing that I think is really, really cool. Because they're trying to make each of these animated shows different tone, possibly using different technology, which means we might get hand-drawn, we might get CG. Mm -hmm. So, like, they're really trying to make them different. But um, uh, Kurtzman, who's sort of in charge of all this stuff, all this stuff, Alex Kurtzman, uh, said each show has to have its own identity, right? The, The Patrick Stewart show, blah, blah, blah. So this new thing is, this is what he says. I go back to my childhood and Luke Skywalker, mm-hmm. the farm boy who looks out at the twin sons of Tatooine and imagines his future. Trek never gave me that. Trek was always fully formed adults already in Starfleet and people who have decided who they are. And it was never, uh, it never was aspirational that way. It's important for me to find a way to go back and reach younger kids in a way that Trek should and never really has. Yeah. And I agree with this wholeheartedly and I love Star Trek. But it was also something that didn't appeal to me as a kid. I got into it as an adult. J.J. Abrams, that movie's coming out. And I was like, let me check this out. Watched all the old movies, and I went, I love this. But I was like in college. like yeah. I was ready to go. So the thing that I love about this is that I think that it's very true, very smart. I also think that kids have a way to... I don't think it's talking down to kids. I think kids can also get into Star Trek. A lot of people that I know that are Trekkies are like, well, I watched the old shows with my parents. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, they got me into it. I used to watch Next Generation and then mm-hmm. looked up to Patrick Stewart. He was like my dad. Like, totally, that's all That's all true. But this universe, I believe, as much as Star Wars, has that diversity in its worlds and stories that it's like you could easily do that and have it still count. And mm-hmm. it shouldn't be dismissed as, ah, that's not Star Trek. It's like, look, what is Starfleet Academy? That's the place you go when you're young to learn how to be in the world of Star Trek. Mm-hmm. And we've seen pieces of it here and there. And I, this is my own personal pitch. I think that that's what this cartoon show is going to be. I think it's specifically going to be, speaking about Star Wars comics, specifically going to be uh, have a tone similar to a Star Trek comic I read a few months back, Starfleet Academy, mm-hmm. which was fucking awesome. 
And it, it took place at the time that Uhura, Kirk, Bones were in Starfleet Academy. So they had all those red uniforms. And But it, it focused on a whole new set of cadets, some alien ones, some human ones. Super interesting, diverse group of characters. And as they were in college, essentially, and they were young, they were solving this mystery that had to do with a ship that was lost a couple hundred years before because Uhura was getting some weird signals. And this mystery also had to deal with the first ever mutineer in Starfleet. The first ever person who was a Starfleet officer that, like, mutin mutineered their captain and took oh, over. Oh, like... Yes. Performed yeah. mutiny. Performed mutiny. I was mutiny. like, wait, is this like X-Men lore now or what? <laughs> yes, a mutineer. No, they performed <laughs> mutiny and yeah. like took over the – and that's bad to do in Starfleet. That had never happened. Yes. This one person did it. It's bad to it. do in life. It's bad to do in life. <laughs> yeah. So this one person had done it and their whole legacy and family was kind of tarnished by it. So they ended up solving this mystery to where that ship was like lost in space and time and they saved them. Turns out it wasn't a mutiny. They cleared their name, and it all was from the perspective of young people that were smart and capable and yeah. cool. And I'm like, that could have been a cartoon show. And also the comic book itself like had a really mm -hmm. cool style, pretty cartoony, but really, really nice. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Starfleet Academy, it's an awesome comic book. Go get it. But I think it's really fucking smart. And if it ends up landing on Nickelodeon uh, and not on CBS All Access, that's fine because it's just like, again, it's, it's more accessible. Of, it's more accessible. Right. And and like most things, if you don't get young people into the thing, your fandom is gonna dry up and die. Like yeah. we need young, we need little kids to be like, I like Star Trek, and then they're running around dressing up like Star Trek. Yeah, you well, know? that was that was my big thing as a kid. You know, I had seen episodes of it on TV, and I watched it, and I yeah. just could not get into it because there's it's, no character that I could relate it's to. It's cerebral and it's intellectual. <laughs> yeah. It reminded me. So my parents had growing up, um, I think it was a Chevy Astro van. That was tan on the inside. <laughs> and every time I saw the inside of, I don't know, Enterprise. What, the Enterprise or whatever, yeah. the exact same color as my parents' van. And I was like, oh, God. I'm a like, there's, captain. So much, there's so much tan in here that it's just nothing about it ever, mm. yeah. ever drew me to it. And it was also a bad thing because it was on right after Hercules and Xena. Yeah. So, like, throwing that show on after I just yeah. watched Hercules and Xena, I'm just yeah. like, I don't want to watch this. this. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to watch yeah. this. Yeah, and a lot of the stuff um, that I saw as a kid was the old show. So, yeah. watching that and then a mixture yeah. of, like, Next Generation, I was like, I don't really get what the I, hype is. For and a then long I discovered Star Wars, and I was like, that Star Trek thing is really dumb. Yeah, for a long time. But it was time, JJ's movie that I was yeah. like, oh, this could the, be really the, rad. It's, that's the gateway drug for a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. And I think that this cartoon show could do a thing where if it makes little kids fans of it, they would maybe be more open to going and seeing reruns of old stuff and right. be like, no, oh, I like this because it's from this. It's I like from it. This. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You were gonna for a long time, I thought the 60s stuff was fake. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a fake show within a show. I thought it was Yeah, exactly. I was like, what is this? This is just some weird. Because I didn't watch any of that yeah. stuff. Holding a big like, rock that looks like a dick. Like, yeah, yeah exactly. that stuff looks fake. But <laughs> like, it's a real I show. I thought it was fake. I thought it was like a parody of It was a of cerebral show. Stuff. Yeah. It, that's yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> I was too young to understand that stuff. Yeah, man. Uh, but if there's anybody that I have faith in animated series, it's Nickelodeon. They, yeah. Nickelodeon has been killing it with animated series and, and so they, far. And they've done other shows based on existing IP. They did mm -hmm. a Kung Fu Panda show. Mm -hmm. like, yeah. they, like they've done this Ninja kind of Turtles, stuff before. Ninja like Turtles. They're Ninja it, Turtles. It, the, the new one is good. Best one. <laughs> the last one was really good too. Yes. Yeah. Well, so. I haven't seen enough of the new, new one, but the one from 2012 is so far my favorite, yes. the CG one. But oh, now yeah, the yeah, new yeah. one's hand-drawn, and the animation looks so good. It's, it's good. So, so the show is yeah. good. I yeah. like the show. I'm, I still yeah. haven't fully caught up to it but the show is and really good you know what's most important about that is that nickelodeon along with everybody who does the new turtles they yeah. understand because they also work with like the toy people right yeah. they exactly. understand that working on a new version of the thing only makes every other version 
still viable. Exactly. Like the exactly. whole brand works with itself because they'll it come out with the Toys for Us collectors, and that's from the 1990 movie. Yeah. And now Mecca they're going to do like stuff, the video yeah. game toys or whatever, the cartoons or whatever's coming Did out. Did you see the new NECA yeah, ones dude. that are coming out? Yeah. Oh my so it's God. Like, and I'm they all spend know, all my money. They, they all know who to hit with what they want to yeah. hit us yeah. with. So I think if that same approach was done with Star Trek, it's yeah. just going to make even the very first episode from 1966 like still viable, yeah. still you know meaning. <clears throat> Guys, I saw Gendy's Star Wars before I saw the yeah. original trilogy. Yeah. Like, I feel like animation has the potential to get anybody who totally. wants to get into it into yeah. it. So I'm I'm down for this kind of stuff, especially yeah. when it comes to animation, because you have you're so not limited by everything else. And I feel like also it's less pressure from like the higher up big wigs yeah. to say they, or they they just like kind they, of brush it under the rug. They could get away with some stuff. Exactly. They get away with some stuff. Just like if you watch the Amazing World of Gumball, yeah. that show is fucking incredible. And they hit on stuff that's just like you don't expect it coming from the show. There was also an episode of Teen Titans Go where they explain uh, uh, savings and uh, how to how to rent things and yeah. like just how to do your taxes in an episode. It's just like it's crazy the stuff that like they can get yeah. away with, mm -hmm. but also like kind of make it relevant to what's happening in the show. And it's yeah. just like. It's it's crazy stuff that I feel like only animation has the opportunity to do right now, you know, because mm -hmm. it's not under the microscope of everything else, mm -hmm. yeah. which is why they can they can come up with a Spider Verse because yeah. yeah, Sony man. was just like, okay, make a yeah. movie, and the artists were just like, you do what? you, <laughs> we can mm -hmm. do whatever we want, like yeah. let's do this. And yeah, so I think I think the, the, big, the big scrutiny right now is going to be on like season two of Star Trek Discovery, right? You know, exactly. The, mi the microscope exactly. is going to be on the Patrick Stewart show, right, all right, of that right, stuff. Right. All yeah, that made stuff will come out like, oh, there's more. So they yeah. animated the one for kids or the Lower Decks comedy one. Like, they could really get away with some stuff. Absolutely. And Absolutely. I'm really excited about that. Yeah, because so I, I'm yeah, super yeah. pumped. I'll, yeah. I'd watch that. Yeah, I'm just excited to have more Star Trek stuff to consume because yeah. I, I can't really justify getting CBS All Access sure. just for Star Trek Discovery. Dude, I'll let you borrow season one on Blu-ray, dude. Perfect. I got it. I got Perfect. it. I'll let you borrow <laughs> it. I'll let you borrow it. Uh, I'll, just, I'll just do what I've been doing with everything it's, else. It's yeah, good dude. having collector friends. Yeah, no, it is. Yeah. But and I think that's the cool thing about having a Nickelodeon animated series. Yeah. It's cool. We can now explore Star Trek in a different way. Mm -hmm. And I like that. And I think mm -hmm. to your point, talking about Gendy Star Wars, yeah. that opened up a whole lot of opportunities for Star Wars. And they realized, oh, people, if we do yeah. animated stuff, yeah. True. people will love it. And then True. Clone Wars took off. And it was Clone like, Wars took let's off. just keep going. And now Rebels that's like an off. institution. Now they're on resistance. I feel like now there will always be a Star Wars animated yep. show. Yeah. Yep. Really, oh, because always. of that Gendy yeah. experiment, you know, yeah. experiment. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree. He's I agree. the best. Dude. He's the best. He's the best. He's now I'm just gonna go best. home and just watch Gendy Star Wars again. I, I or get those. Hotel Transylvania one, two, and three. <laughs> <laughs> or no? the Popeye movie that you never got to I'm make. Okay, I'm okay. okay. I saw the first right. one. I'm just like, I get it. Yeah, <laughs> me too. I get it. Look, <laughs> I don't still, need to watch two and three. I'm still upset he didn't get to do the Popeye movie. But yeah, maybe someday. Maybe one day. But guys, let us know in the comments what you thought about all the topics that we covered. Are you excited about this new animated? Star Trek show. What's Thanks up? for letting me talk about Star Trek. Bro. Hey, no problem, bro. No problem. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'm glad you. I'm glad you pointed out. Yeah. We had like almost nothing to talk about yeah. in this episode. Yeah. Uh, but also, just to remind you, if you want to win a free pair of chonies, leave a comment down below about any of the topics that we covered, and we will pick one winner next week. Until then, read the Then comments, you have to send us movies. a picture of your chonies, though. I know. Mm. No, don't do that. No, no, no. <laughs> don't do that. I joked <laughs> to these guys. What I choked. You? I was like, should we do a, a, a MeUndies photo shoot? And Hector was like, no. <laughs> uh, that didn't seem like a joke, bro. No, we see, we're getting a thumbs up from Zach. That means yeah. it's not a joke. Yeah. That means we're doing it. Listen, that means we're doing it. Y'all had, we all had great ideas for how fun it would be and what, like, funny, fun stuff would happen, but. <laughs> 
the second I realized there would be pictures of us in our underwear on the internet, I was like, I'm gonna, Jones, I'm gonna pass, man. Thank you. I'm gonna leave that to other people to look more at that, qualified man. people. He's not selling you. God, he looks good though. <laughs> I don't know what he's doing. But he looks the world's good. ready. You guys can see this. The world's Shit, ready you've been for working the thickness, out? you guys. That's a tight butt. You've been working he's, out? No, he's been oh. sick. <laughs> All right. He's been sick. Oh, you've been losing weight because you're so sick. I'm so sorry. <laughs> you've been thrown up. I hope not. Uh, guys, go. thank you so much for watching. Thank you for listening. We will catch you next week again on another episode. Until then. Bye-bye.